0: Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, two for the road! Hey everybody, you're listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. It's the podcast where we talk about every Bruce Springsteen song in alphabetical order one by one. My name's Rob Carmack, right over there. That's JB
1: Clark. How we doing, JB?
0: I'm,
1: I'm just enjoying that, uh, realizing 330 episodes in, that you, every time you call out a song, you say the title exactly opposite of how it would be said in the song
0: <laughs> yeah man that's my that's my thing that, that's the bit
1: <laughs> that's been your bit this whole time it's been the whole time it's just it just clicked man i just woke up
0: yeah i'm trying trying to you know well and also there's a little 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 behind the scenes a little bts here uh one one of the things about doing the name of the song right before the music starts is you have to say the last word has to be the loudest thing that you say because the, right. the theme music rises as you're talking yeah yeah so every once in a while like one of us you will say the name
1: of the song but you'll get (laughs) you'll get really quiet towards the end like
0: today on Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet
1: Tunnel of Love and (laughs) so and by that point just like the guitars are in
0: yeah it's like yeah all all you can hear is the the guitars and the the, whatever other instruments are playing in the theme song and uh, and so what I have to do is I have to push your like the end of that like way way up and uh, it's So I – one of the things that I try and do just – I try and be conscientious of when I'm doing it is like I'm trying to save myself time in the edit bay so I can – so that's why I always say the last word very loudly.
1: Well, I'm sorry that I've wasted so much time in the edit bay for you. you
0: you do you. I'm not trying to. This is not a performance review. You're doing fine. You you introduce the song the way your your soul tells you to. I'm just when I do it, I just do it in a way that makes it easier oh, no, that for was, me later. That
1: was a genuine apology. I wasn't trying to be sarcastic. You don't it owe, sarcastic. you don't me any.
0: You owe no one any apology, JB. You were brought All onto right. this project. You and I were doing this thing so that you could be you. If I needed you to be another version of me, I would have just done i would have i don't know what i would have done that would, that would be a weird so thing up. it would be like a like a lupita nyongo us situation i would you know <laughs> would have to swap chairs and double double track or whatever and I, i'm not yeah. interested in that i'm not about to do that so uh so no man all that to say you you do you you introduce the song exactly like your heart tells you the name of the song needs to be said
1: all right i will
0: good please do but the song for today jb is two for the road You know two for the road. Which is usually what my dad would say when he wanted to like get a cup of sonic ice before we'd go on a long road trip, and and he was worried that he would run out of the first cup of ice. And so he got a second cup of ice. Like, we'll get I'm gonna get a cup of ice, but I'm gonna get two for the road, because we know like it's you know, it's a long drive to wherever it is we're going. So I don't think this is a song about sonic ice.
1: Did he just eat ice the whole the whole time?
0: My dad is a lifelong crunchy ice addict. All right. So is my wife, by the way. That's the one thing that my wife and my dad have in common: is that they both really like that soft, crunchy ice. In fact, That's I don't cool, know. Man. I don't know if your your pregnant wife does this, but when my wife was pregnant, both times, uh, we we went through probably a bag of Sonic ice per day, like just because that was that was just a part of like her thing.
1: No, we haven't. And I hope she didn't listen to this episode though, because I feel like that she could be easily be convinced that that was going to be her thing.
0: Oh really? Like I could. She did. She got
1: like really thirsty and simultaneously begin to hate water, like at the same time. That's normal. And so we got a. (laughs) uh, We had to get a Soda Stream. A so, what?
0: A Soda Stream. A Soda
1: Stream. Yeah, it's a little thing that like it creates. It turns your boring kitchen tap water. You put it into a bottle and you pump, uh, I guess carbon, um, dioxide into it. So it turns your water into Lacroix. Yes, it turns your water into La Hoa.
0: Nice. Uh, um,
1: and then you can put a little lime juice in it. It's way better than La Hoa, though. I don't like La Hoa. It's the grossest. I like to say it that way, too, because it annoys people as much as as the concept of La Hoa annoys I was, me.
0: I was just going to say, like, man, I just got done telling you to UBU and all that. But, man, that, the way you're saying that is terrible. It's just uh, It is awful. It, it's worse my, than when Rob Bell says Los Angeles. <laughs> los angeles. It, it drives wow, all me time. that drives me crazy every single time he says okay we're doing an event we're going to be at largo in los angeles no it's los <laughs> angeles the name of the town where you live is los angeles you are white you're almost 50 years old stop it that's how i feel uh
1: my favorite tweet of all time is somebody goes you're about here drinking Lacroix, Lacroix." acting like it's delicious when really it's like if somebody handed you a flat Sprite at the drive through line and then someone in the back seat yelled out a flavor (laughs) that's pretty funny cherry hey this kind of tastes like cherry
0: (laughs) LaCroix I mean really LaCroix is the it's the nicotine patch of the soda world you know I guess like the reason the reason I drink it is because I love coke like I and it's like it's like my favorite drink is just like um, the Mexican cane sugar, Coca-Cola.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: it's delicious, but it's also really, really bad for you. And I'm trying to like, (laughs) I'm trying to minimize the amount of bad things that I put in my body. And so I use LaCroix basically as like the nicotine patch to my soda addiction. So
1: sugar is like full on poison. Um, it is. Yeah, that's true. It's I mean, the, especially the way we consume it. The like the big sugar lobby hired big tobacco's lobby. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> they, they were like, they <laughs> hired the actual attorneys who defended tobacco for like 20 years. Well, yeah, I mean, because who's <laughs> pure that pure thing and... was exposed. <laughs> big sugar was just like, well, they're looking for work and yeah. we're hocking poison. That's right. Who's
0: who's pure evil and really good at this? Oh, right. We know who to call.
1: Yeah, like all everything about like uh, aspartame causing cancer and like fat being super bad for you, <laughs> big sugar.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think that means aspartame is good for you. Like, I, I don't think that's the. the oh no it's there. it's <laughs> about it's about the
1: same as sugar, but it doesn't like cause cancer. Um, Does it cause
0: dementia? That was that was a big thing for a
1: while. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, like if you want to not get fat, don't eat sugar. Fat. Your body burns fat. It, it converts sugar into all. It's yeah.
0: This has been <laughs> JB's health corner. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, so anyway, two for the road. Let's let's get two for the road. Let's get back on the road here, JB. We've we've taken this it, this pit what, stop a little too. What long. two
1: things do you take on the road whenever you're on the road? Oh,
0: that's a great question. Damn it, I should have thought of that question. Right, I asked it. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I take. My cell phone loaded to the gills with podcasts. That's, yep. that is and a must.
1: Just in case you run out.
0: Absolutely. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Audi- I could go, I mean, no kidding. I could, I could probably drive for two weeks straight and never run out of audiobooks and podcasts mm-hmm. <laughs> day and night. So, so there's that. And then also, um, my iPad for when I'm off the road and want to read a, a book or something. Yeah. Yeah. So two I, uh, Apple products. Those are the things I take on the road with me.
1: What about you? The other night, I was doing chores, like around-the-house chores, Mm -hmm. uh, like backyard chores, and that's when I really get some podcasting done. It was like Friday night at like 8 p.m., and I still had tons more chores to do. I was going to be doing backyard chores until midnight. That was my plan. I was pumped about it. Cool. 8 p.m., I run out of podcasts. And I go to my hoopla to uh, get a book off my wish list, and everyone has checked out the monthly limit for the library that I use, Uh which is actually in Hearst, Texas. I use the Hearst, Texas Public Library. Thanks to my mother-in-law. Sue Alvarado. thanks. Shout out to you. Nice. Uh, So I was like, what am I supposed to do? Listen to the crickets? And then I was like, wait, I love music. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to listen to music, and I'm really going to enjoy this. Uh, But really, I just uh, found some audiobooks that I hadn't listened to in my Audible yet very cool uh when i'm on the road i take uh coffee i take the biggest cup of coffee i can buy or make and a a, just a giant bottle of water like you know whenever you go to the love's truck stop and you see the two like the bottle of water that's bigger than you would ever drink yeah and it's like two for one and you're like who would actually do that drink two of those Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like without i can drink that whole thing of coffee in both of those and not stop to go to the bathroom. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So my two things are Apple products and your two things are beverages. Yeah, I take I take a lot of coffee and water. Nice. Yeah. Well, the song,
0: <laughs> Two for the Road. This is the longest yeah. it's taken us ever, I think, to get to what the song is. So the, the song, Two for the Road, comes from the 1998 box set tracks, which means it's an outtake from somewhere else and it turns out this is an outtake from the Tunnel of Love sessions and it ended up actually as the b-side for the Tunnel of Love single in 1987 so we we, we are back in Tunnel of Love territory which we've been, That's right. to, we've been to a lot in this phase of the podcast
1: we have been living in tunnel in, in the Tunnel of Love lately
0: yeah. so recorded for Tunnel of Love left off included then later on the b-side for the single of Tunnel the song Tunnel of Love and then later on included in the 66 song box set tracks and this song has been played live five times. Four of those five times were on the Devils and Dust tour in two thousand five, which that that tracks that makes yeah, sense. All for track. tracks, yeah. yes. Ah, uh, uh. And then most recently on May the twenty second, two thousand fourteen, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which was an E Street Band stop. But it was also it was a, it was on the High Hopes tour, and that that segment of the High Hopes tour, like the April, May, June. Well, actually, I don't even know that he was. I think he might have been done by June, but like the April May portion of the High Hopes tour, which I saw him in Houston during that time, he was man. He was taking a lot of deep cut sign requests, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if this one was a sign request. Yeah. Um, I would love to know if anybody out there has made a sign for this song, though, because this is, I mean, this is a deep cut. This this is a deep cut among the deep cuts, and um, so th- so that's that's sort of the basics of this particular song. Uh, what what do you know about the music here, JB?
1: Uh, so I really love the harmonies. They're very sweet. And I could totally imagine this being sort of a Willie Nelson. Like, could you imagine Willie Nelson singing this song?
0: Absolutely, I could. I would prefer uh, yeah. Willie Nelson doing this song. I, I don't mm. say that lightly. I just really like Willie Nelson's version of these kinds of songs.
1: Yeah, well, it's almost already sort of, uh, like behind the beat vocals, yeah. you know? So if you could imagine Willie's just weird sort of canter in here, uh, and beautiful voice, you know, with some, some harmonies, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's just it's plucked acoustic in a real big room. Um, and then after the first verse, there's every line harmonies, which I love. A song that has just every word is a harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really sweet whistling, some some really great Willie Nelson song style electric guitar, just unaffected.
0: It's very totally
1: faint. like you have to really yeah. You have to,
0: I I think you I would argue. I, I don't know that I can even hear the electric guitar if I'm not wearing headphones. If I'm just listening to this in the car, I think I miss the the electric guitar cuz it's very very faint.
1: Yeah, it's pretty clear in headphones, but yeah, it, it gets it gets lost um sort of in a room. It's it's well, and you can't hear it almost at all except for during the little not solos but interludes. Yeah. Um and it's really nice in those interludes. Um little bit of keys, and that's about it. It's it's really sharp though. Uh and the, har- the harmonies are just perfect. I, th- I assume that's him
0: echoing his own vocals, like doubling. Is that probably what's going on there?
1: I have no idea. I, I couldn't find that. I can't, I can't tell. But, it- I mean, he's definitely uh, – there's different tracks of him doing background noise stuff. More yeah. Like he's hopping one and nine and nine and one and going like, hey, you know, and another So Yeah. But it definitely just sounds like a mic in the middle of a room, like a big room with a – you know, like a big room with a wood floor and a rug. Yeah. Uh it's just it's just a big you can just hear the the vocals sort of bouncing off the walls. Um it's nice.
0: You know where I think would have it's, been a good home for this song? I think if you went to the human touch record, took out mm-hmm. Pony Boy and let this be the final track, I think that would have made I think that would have made the human touch record a little bit better.
1: You know? Yeah. Not just because yeah. this is
0: a better song than Pony Boy, but because I think this is a good like closing chapter in the thing he was trying to say with human touch. You know? Absolutely absolutely so I mean far be it Uh, for me to tell Bruce how to track an album but like that that seems that seems like it would have been a really good choice and I'm I'm a little sad that he didn't do that
1: I gotta say the production is it feels very uh, um unproduced but it it was very intentionally engineered you know like um this is a good lesson in sort of sometimes subtraction is addition yeah when it comes to when it comes to production um most yeah, definitely. It was great. I, I had a friend recently. She was like, "How do I make the? I can't figure out how to produce the song. Like, I can't figure out the production. I just can't get it right." And I was like, "Dude, your voice, a guitar, a microphone on the other side of the room, done, It's perfect." And she was like, "I just can't. Just do it, and then we'll add if we need to." Hmm. Um, I love this 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 sound. I I would almost love it if the microphones were further away from it. You know, like if he had sung. Just all, if it was all one mic, all at once. Oh, that would have been interesting. Um, yeah, but but I mean the vo- the vocals are really nice and the harmonies are great. So I'm yeah. not complaining. Yeah, I, I think it's really well produced.
0: Yeah, it is, and it, and like you said, it's deceptively well produced because it it's not yeah. it's not flashy, it's not shimmery, it's very minimalistic, and yet because you can hear the, the faintness of the guitars and, and the doubling of vocals, like yeah, there, there's a lot of studio work here that's being. That's sort of in disguise as minimalism,
1: you know? like You know what? It kind of reminds me of April and I went and saw Jason Isbell and Amanda Shires last night. I was
0: going to ask. I just saw they were in Tupelo yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played the song Tupelo, and he goes, there, I did it, and you guys didn't leave. That's so funny. I wonder <laughs> if
0: they booked that show just so he could do it.
1: <laughs> uh, man, it was, dude, she opened. Uh, St. Paul the Broken Bones are going to open, but then her and her band opened, Amanda I Shires. That. Uh, whew, that that woman can sing. And she's such an unassuming, like, presence when she's not, like, playing music. Um, She's got, like, a tiny voice, and then she gets on that microphone, and holy cow. Um, But April was kind of, like, um, getting to see all of the things that go into making the small sounds. Yeah. On either of their records. Because they both have, like, some pretty minimal songs.
0: Well, her, her last album is a lot more overtly produced. It had a lot more, like
1: pop oh yeah Sat- it's like super s- killer. yeah i love it uh i liked her last time a lot but watching it live i was just floored um but just seeing you know how how a t- like Sadler Vaden playing instead of he i mean he can play the biggest loudest coolest guitar solo of any guitar like he he is as good as any guitar player live um but watching him just add like a tiny little thing in the background is just as additive, and like her, like watching her see that live was cool. Like watching her see the, you know, because we'll be listening to Jason Isbell, and she's like, "Oh, I like these songs," and I'm trying to talk about all the stuff going on, and she's like, "Cool, whatever." <laughs> right. But watching her see that live, like watching her watch um, Jimbo Hart just like hold it down. That's what this reminds me of. Is just how 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 you can be so small. And so impactful at the same time. Yeah. Also, they got huge. They play when they played Decoration Day, the the Drive By Truckers song. I would have paid fifty bucks to just. And I don't even like the Truckers a whole lot, and I don't even like that song a whole lot. I'd have paid. I'd have paid the whole ticket price, to to see that, <laughs> five yeah. minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, to you got Jason as bowl. but that, no, that sh- sort of subtraction is addition is is uh alive and well there yeah
0: jason isbell in the 400 unit and we, we've said this before if for those of us who are who have anxiety about bruce getting older and no longer being able to tour at some point in the future and we're, we're like what, what who are we going to go see if bruce is no longer out there i would argue jason isbell while not the same thing as he's not just like a one a one-for-one one bruce springsteen analog but for those of us like the things that you like about bruce springsteen for the most part, are are present when you go see a Jason Isbell show. The thing that isn't present is he always has an opening act, and also he doesn't play for three and a half hours. But um, but he's he's a he
1: great... Could. he could I, he just I, doesn't and uh, because, because his band I mean, is
0: good, he's good.
1: We had we had to go home after an hour and a half or an hour and forty five of his set after Amanda had played an hour because yeah. of the babysitter, and um, and I'm sitting there thinking he played a few more songs as we left too. But I'm th- sitting there thinking of all the songs. That I wanted him to play, um, I and I just on the number of records he's released that I've been into because I didn't get in, I got into him on Southeastern, I wasn't into him like way back in the day on 400 Unit stuff or the Truckers that much. Well, Southeastern was Uh, was kind of his
0: breakthrough. That was that was the thing that got him
1: in front of a lot of people. But and I'm going through. He's been playing for two hours, and I'm thinking of all the stuff I want him to play still. Uh, and he hasn't touched half of it, you know. And I'm just thinking this guy could play. Uh, Bruce I, I thought that like this guy could play a Bruce Springsteen set and I think most people in here would stick around for it
0: I think yeah I, I don't think anybody would be upset about that um well let's talk two for the road since we're doing that all right sorry uh, that's right <laughs> two for the road uh, so, we're, th- we're two lyrics now yeah let's get to the lyrics so the lyrics here right. um and, and this again it's it's all musically it's very very stripped down it's a lot it's acoustic guitar it's echoing vocals and it's here here we go here's where it starts it says it's one for the money and one for the show I got one kiss for you honey so come on let's go I didn't see it coming, but girl, now I know. It takes one for the running, but two for the road. So what, what's he saying here, you think?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, he could be talking about, like, yeah, one kiss will – like, he needs two kisses. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. At, at, at face value, it seems like it's just – He's he, he wants he wants to go somewhere and he wants this girl to go with him, which is not a totally unfamiliar thing for a Bruce Springsteen song to be about. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't see I it. Like girl one, to,
1: what? One for the running, but two for the road is sort of like I could do this alone. But if I'm going to keep if I'm going to stay out there, I need someone with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next the next verse is one thousand dreams whispered in the dark. But a dream's just a dream in one empty heart. It takes more than one to rev it up and go. So let's get running. We're two for the road. So now he's sort of filling out the theme, which is a dream's just a dream in, in one empty heart. In other words, l- like it's a lot more fun to pursue like life to the fullest when someone is doing it with you.
1: You know, that kind of reminds me of that line from grease Lightly, Like you've got the engine. I've got the key. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of problematic stuff, the entire yeah.
0: musical grease. So, um, <laughs> uh, so then it says two one-way tickets and a diamond ring. Hell, it don't matter what what the rain might bring. Whoa, when this world treats you hard and cold, I'll stand beside you. We're two for the road. And then finally, when you're alone, my love will shine the light through the dark and starless night. I'll hold you close and never let you go. Come on now, girl, because we're two for the road. Well, it's two to get ready, babe. Come on, let's go. Me and you, girl, we're two for the road. So yeah, it's it's just a, it's a song about, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, or wait, it's it's a song about this guy, he wants to go out on adventures. He wants to live his life to the fullest, but he really just as much he wants this particular woman to be with him when he's doing it. Yeah. You know, and so like at yeah, an adventure is best is best experience with a partner. Is yeah. is sort of what's being said here. Um and it's yeah, I mean, it, it's a totally pleasant song that really stays consistent with the themes both of Tunnel of Love and Human Touch. Um, maybe maybe more with human touch you know cuz cuz there's a lot more longing and a lot less um self-doubt in this, you know what i mean? Like that's like the thing about human touch was it was just it's a lot of just straightforward longing while the tunnel of love is a lot of um introspective doubt, you know. And and th- this one seems to fill out the the former. So that's that's sort of why i, I in my in my head i i think this would have been better as a ponyboy replacement at the end of human touch. But yeah, you know. Absolutely. So that's... I mean, those are the lyrics. I, I don't really... I mean, really, it's funny. Like, our next song is going to be very similar in theme, but um, probably a little bit better executed. Um, so I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on the lyrics or the theme here? I, I don't. I got... I got nothing else. Well, it's a good thing um, we spent some time I a, talking. I got about... a rating. <laughs> you got a rating. It's a good thing we spent yeah. a lot of time talking about Jason Isbell and like what we take on road trips because yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about here.
1: So well, uh, and the
0: thing is, like, I really love this song. Oh, okay. I, it's
1: just there's nothing to it, you know. There's nothing a whole, not a whole lot to it.
0: Well, then how many for the road do you give it? I'm gonna let you go first. All right, I'm I'm a two and a half for the road.
1: Two and a half? Yeah, All I, right. I like it's fine. Yeah. I'm a three and a half, and I'm like, I'm like three and three quarters. Do you wanna just push it to a five uh, or you want to give it a three and three quarters? No, no, I would be a four if if there weren't other songs that were fours that were so much better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, if we were doing a, like, do I like this, or how do I, or, like, how, what rating do I think this song is, you know? And I think this is, like, three and a three-and-a-half song. I think it just it's a really simple, like, super well-executed song. This is a very well-executed song.
0: It is well-executed, you're right. Do, do you think he should have put it on an album? Do you think it would have been better than just the B-side to yeah. the single?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, it's also nice that it's sort of a little piece of treasure that you find, but, yeah, I think The Last Track on Human Touch would be a great place for this. Yeah, I think so, too um yeah yeah
0: he's uh, got a lot of there's a lot of sentimentality that he left on the cutting room floor during this period of time like the wish in this one yeah. and i mean just a handful of others that came out of both uh the human touch and the tunnel of love sessions that were just for one reason or another just not what he was going for
1: yeah, yeah. and a lot of like understated he really missed out on putting a lot of these sort of understated songs out
0: yeah, he did. Which I mean, I, I guess that's that's why he went back around to like Devils and Dust and um, yeah, to, uh, The Ghost of Tom Joad because he he had it he he's had it in him to do those sorts of those songs, and I guess he was just needing a a, a more appropriate palette for that. Yeah. So
1: absolutely. All right.
0: I, I like it a lot. I love it. Well, good, good. Yeah, it's 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 very pleasing, and uh, it's like I said, I mean, two and a half's right in the middle, so. Um, I I mean, in in my iTunes, this song has a three because you have to round up or you have to like, you know, right right. it's a a five point scale on on iTunes. But anyway, so this has been two weeks, but we're not done with the the number two just yet. The word TWO, Uh, not the number two, because we would have had to do that at the beginning years ago. But now we're we're in the spelling part. So TWO two twos that's right so next th- week
1: we've got the uh two you week that's right so it's coming two, at your heart oh
0: that's good the two you week that's that's absolutely yeah. right so uh this this is next gonna be,
1: week we, we're we gonna be doing all of the rest of the twos and also all of the us and we're doing them all next week it's so gonna be a busy luck, week y'all buckle up it's busy, gonna be a big week. week
0: yeah so the next song we're gonna be talking about is the song two hearts so everybody get excited go you know get a pair of everything and you That's know, right. be in theme with us. And we'll see you guys next time with the song Two Hearts!